Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld. A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun, day or night. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one, Dr. Everything will be alright. Twenty-second episode of the Hip Hop Rejects. It is April twenty-fourth, twenty sixteen, and this is your boy Royalty. And yo, it's your boy Young Fly. Didn't arrest. We are called the Hip Hop Rejects, and we are the Hip Hop Rejects podcast. Um, and what we talk about in this podcast, we talk about a whole lot of hip hop, and sometimes we like to get off subject sometimes. But you know, that's how we do. So what's up, young man? I'm hurt, man. Uh, it, it... It was it was a saddened day for music Wednesday, man. We lost the purple one himself, the great one, Prince, man. Unexpectedly. Oh yeah, I know, man. Um, kind of, man. I saw the text message from my wife when I was at work, and I was just like, I was in shock. Couldn't, I mean, <clears throat> it was all out of nowhere. And I know he was like, he was touring and stuff and everything like that. So I was just like, you know. Really, just you know, just you know, just stunned because you don't really hear hear about Prince, you know, dealing with health issues or anything like that, or either that, you know. But he is a very private person too, though. But yeah, they said he was like battling the flu. He had been battling the flu, and like he canceled his show in Atlanta, and then he went and redid it. And then, like on his way home, he had to make an emergency stop and go to the hospital. Then his publicist assured everybody he was only there for three hours and he felt good. He was seen riding his bike back and forth to Walgreens for a couple of days. And then, you know, they said they found him in the elevator, not breathing. But yeah, with the whole hospital thing, uh, 
hospital deal, what it was that they he wanted a private room, and the hospital that he went to, they said that wasn't possible. So his, you know, his, him and his his crew, they bounced. But he wasn't. But it, they said at the hospital he wasn't, you know, up to par to leave. But he left anyway. So, mm. but yeah. So, man, yeah, tra- yeah, very tragic, tragic, uh, tragic death. Um, Prince is not necessarily hip hop related, but you know he's a legend in music. So we felt we had to talk man. about him. We had to talk about him on this episode a little, just a little bit. Just, just it's a, little a bit. lot of. I'm gonna say this, Prince. To me, Prince is hip hop related, cause simply because it's been so much music sample from him in hip hop that you know it wouldn't be some of your favorite songs wouldn't be possible without the music that he created and the inspiration that he gave certain artists. So to me, if you like, like to me, people like Michael Jackson, Prince, James Brown, you know, legends like that, it wouldn't be hip hop without them because they inspire people to to create music and, and transition into something different because they were so different yeah very very true uh before we get deep into um what prince um contributed to to hip-hop uh let's do our due diligence first uh i want to first start the podcast off with thanking all the listeners for checking us out every single week uh, through SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, however you guys consume us on a weekly on a weekly basis, sometime on a daily basis. Um, Want to give a shout out to, of course, our folks in the, folks in the U.S., uh, Brazil, and the U.K. are our top countries for this week. Uh, also, got we got France in the building. It's one of the top cities. Um, can't really Bonjour. pronounce. Can't really pronounce. The city that's from in France, never heard of it, but wanna uh, probably butcher this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make an attempt at this one. Uh, La Cacorda, and you know my French people correct me on this. I probably freaking butchered the whole the whole name, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, hey, bro, Google Translate, Google Translate. Look, man, I ain't had time to Google Translate. I got a time crunch here, okay. <laughs> Um, then we got Madeline, Colombia, and we got uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. Um, so much love in Latin America for the hip hop rejects. Uh, truly, truly, really appreciate the love, guys. Uh, continue to show your love and everything. Um, another way you guys can show uh, show your gratitude, and you really truly like you know royalty and young hip hop rejects. Uh, you guys can also. Um, Go to our SoundCloud page and do a PayPal donation to the podcast. Uh, this also goes just goes towards making the show better, uh, like like we see every week. Uh, the show we give you guys every single week is it's not free; comes out of our own pockets. Um, so, if you guys love the show, want to see the show, want to see the show continue to grow and keep going, then that's another way you guys can can show your appreciation for the hip hop rejects. Um, also, uh, you guys can also check out the Hip Hop Reject t-shirts on shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash the Hip Hop Rejects. Um, you guys can also get that link off of our Facebook page. There is a shop now button on the Hip Hop Rejects Facebook page and a link on our SoundCloud page if you guys want to pick up a couple shirts off of there. And if you guys take a picture of you guys wearing Rockin' A Hip Hop Rejects t-shirt, we'll shout you guys out on the show. All right, y'all. So back to uh, back to the boy Prince. So as we said, um, Prince 
what he contributed to music wasn't necessarily in the hip hop realm, but with uh, with Wit Prince, the music that he did, you know, give to us in his time here on Earth, um, it provided a lot of provided a lot of records that a lot of the top hip hop artists now sample off of. And so we're gonna go through some of the top ten songs uh, that were sampled off of Prince Records. So. Uh, we're going to kick it off with Jay-Z and Beyonce, O3, Bunny, and Clyde. Um, the track that they sampled uh, to create this create this hit was uh, If It Was, If I Was Your Girlfriend. So, um, let's see. Next one up, uh, we got Tupac, To Live and Die in L.A. Uh, Tupac sampled uh, Do Me Baby, uh, one of Prince's songs, and he sampled that to on uh to live and die in LA. So young. What's that? So so far, got uh got some hip hop greats on here. Yeah, pretty much, you know what I'm saying? And you know to me sampling is just paying the 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 ultimate compliment when you sample someone's music. Cause for one, you're giving them, you know, part ownership of that song and you're paying them for using their music but you're honoring them by taking something they created and creating something new right 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 um yeah a lot of people in the early 90s not early 90s but probably like late 90s mid mid to late 90s early 2000s uh people would you know bag on people like diddy and um a couple other artists for all of that sampling, you know, people were saying like, oh, there's no originality in music and da 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 da. But I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's music is recycled um, over and over again. Well, and, I'm glad Kanye wasn't out right around that time because <laughs> most yeah. of Kanye be sampled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another one. Kanye West is another one. He's hard on, he's hard on sampling, man. So, I mean, it's, I really, think... it's really the show. It's a it's a way to pay homage, pay respect, show that that song was you know to bring bring that song back into back into relevance, and you know those who are fans of old artists like Prince and they and they grew up on those songs and they hear those songs hear kind of like sounds and melodies from that song in an up to date record is like oh man that's that's they sampled that from a Prince record so it's like, right right. So that's just, just you know, that's how music is, man. Music, is, is, we recycle music, we recycle sounds and, and lyrics and all of that stuff. So I mean, that's just, just what it is. It's just like yeah. the movie. It's like the movie industry now. Everything is recycled, as far as from, as far as when it comes to the movie industry. Everybody remakes, remake the remake, and everybody's copying it off, you know, comic books and novels now. So nobody has yeah. any, nobody has any legit ideas anymore. So right, I mean, like an example when you say about the movie industry. I just seen the previews to this movie Deep Denzel in. It's called the uh, Unforgivable Seven or something like that. I'm not sure. The oh name. yeah, the Mag- I think it's Magnificent Seven or something like that. I'm not sure, but like didn't just earlier last. I mean, late last year we had the Hateful Eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Hateful Eight. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it's a Western too, so you know. And that's that's probably just a, it's probably a straight up bite off the old Western the Magnificent Seven. So, like I said, everything is always uh, recycled and reused in the entertainment industry most of the time. Um, number three, we got Lil Troy, Wanna Be a Ball. 
Uh, so he sampled uh, Little Red Corvette, which is a very popular Prince song. Um, and I bet a lot of folks didn't know that. Yeah. And shoot, Little Troy Wanna Be a Baller is a Southern classic. I ain't lying. Shoot, we had Keep a Roughing on the show, and that was one of his favorite art. That was one of the songs that inspired him to get into the rap game. So, you know. Um, let's see, we got uh, Lil Wayne featuring Currency, Diamonds and Girls, which the sample of this is pretty. You know, pretty obvious. You get pretty obvious that what he sampled, which is diamonds and pearls. Um, then we got um, number five, the Dream Fast Car sample. Um, he sampled Prince and Sheila E's Erotic City. Now, thing I have to say about the Dream, man, Dream is a modern day Prince to me when it comes to a lot of his music, especially. Um, the album that Fast Car was on. I think this came off of Love and Hate, I think. I may be wrong, but don't quote me on that, but I think that was, but when I first heard this record Fast Car, all I could think of was like, oh, this is, this is straight up print. And, and Fast Car reminds you of Little Red Corvette more than anything, but it wasn't separate from that song. So, um, Prince is a, I mean, The Dream is definitely a for me personally as a modern day as a modern day prince um uh you know who else do you think is uh it's kind of like a kind of like a, the new version of prince up in truly the- r kelly really think about it think if you like i grew up on prince every sunday morning my mom would play all her prince records mm-hmm. and Prince talked about inspiration. He talked about sex. He 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 made like you never. It's so many kids who made Prince. You got songs like "Scandalous," "Do Me, Baby," all all them type of songs. And like I believe that's like what Kale's doing, but he did it in a different way. You know, cause he he Kale's produced a lot of his own music. He write a lot of his own music. Play the instruments. You know he he kind of like Prince, you know what I'm saying? In that in that uh, aspect of it, you know, and he's still going strong like Prince was, you know. Like everybody know when when you hear certain songs, you know that's R. Kelly, and yeah. that was the same way Prince was. Yeah, that's true. Still don't negate that. Uh, well, Prince didn't pee on nobody, so um, I ain't talking. I just I you, you said uh, you brought it, and I was like, hey, I mean, he didn't pee on nobody, so. Saying we talking about musically, man, talent wise, hey, he's man. not Prince, but he's creative and and he does music to inspire to inspire people like Prince. Hey, man, you know, uh, you know, some, some, people, make, some, some people make they pin on somebody's talent, uh, you know, and, 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 and he also inspires people to make babies like Prince did. <laughs> oh, yeah, they got the baby making music in common, that's for sure. Um, nah, man, I would think, um. Uh, I was hoping you was gonna say this is who I think. And I, I saw this. I'd say this when I first, when he first debuted and came out. Miguel. Miguel is definitely a a new ver, a new a new day prince to me. Man, you only saying that because it is like him and Michael Jackson had a love child. Man, I'm not saying. <laughs> That's who Miguel looked like. Miguel looked like. I ain't gonna take it from his music is uh, sort of like Prince with you know the mellow tones and how he can 
you know. And it's also they, and it's also how he dresses because um, they interviewed Miguel and everybody everybody thought this thought when Miguel came out. Everybody thought Miguel was you know was gay or anything like that when he first came out because that's how they portrayed him. And he's actually said in an interview on the Breakfast Club, he said that was actually label move to how they presented him. But he said that's not really how he even dresses and how they had him dressing. Um, when he first came out for that first album, um, and he's shoot, he has a girlfriend he's been with for the longest time and everything else. And but you know that's how they portrayed that's how they portrayed um, Miguel. But as far as how he is now, I still feel like he's a he's a modern day Prince to me. And they only did that to bring in the females because you know Prince they 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 was talking about him. One of his band members was talking, and uh, he said. That's why Prince came out. Well, he wasn't he ain't dressed like that when he first came out. But once he started getting big and doing more shows and stuff, he said he wanted his females and his males to dress and look like they had no gender. To attract to attract both, you know, both crowds. And you know, that's why he and another reason he had white people and black people in his band because he didn't want to be labeled as an all-black band or all-white band and plus he was uh he wanted to he wanted to reach everybody so he said let me let me do something masculine but do something feminine at the same time he's like the only dude that can wear pants or even tights with sewn-in heels and take your girlfriend yeah he the only he the only person that can Wear your girlfriend clothes and take her at the same time. Exactly. Very good. Very good comparison. Um, number six, we got uh, Nicki Minaj, "Blow Your Mind." Uh, sample they sample on this record, uh, "Darling Nicki." Um, number seven, Talib Kweli, "Hot Thing." Sample, "Hot Thing." Um, we got number eight, Little B, "Fair Time." Sample, "I Would I Would Die for You." Um, Probably the only artist on this whole list that is not really didn't really have no. a hit, and that's probably to me borderline garbage. But uh, moving on, um, Tupac, Hearts of Men, uh, also sampled "Darling Nikki," uh, two songs that were uh, one of popular Prince songs that they got sampled twice. Um, and then we got Kanye West with uh, "Big Brother," uh, and they sampled uh, "It's Gonna Be Lonely." So, with that, um, out of all of the artists on here, sounds like Tupac was a big fan of Prince. Except for two tracks, or either whoever producing his record was a big fan of Prince. Yeah, true. Um, I want I want to talk about his um, philanthropy right quick. A lot of um, Prince was a very given person. And a lot of people didn't know that because he was a Jehovah's Witness. And, you know, um, he he was one of the Jehovah's Witnesses that uh, come and knock at your door and, you know, witness to you. So, like, imagine Prince coming knocking at your door. You open it, you know, you know a Jehovah's Witness. And he was like, have you heard the good word today? You gonna let Prince in. He about the only Jehovah's Witness that got let in to every house. Cause he Prince. Man, do you really think that Prince would go around handing out pamphlets to doors if he was the like the Prince Prince? 
he probably have somebody doing that for him. If I mean, if he wanted, if he wanted to hand them out, he perhaps he pays them out. I mean, that's that's you know what his you know bandmates and stuff said. And they they you know they I felt like they had no reason to lie. You know, they, they he rode his bike in public. You know, around town and um where he was from, like he was yeah, when he, he wasn't touring and stuff. He was like, you know, it wasn't nothing to see Prince. Yeah, he's. I mean, you know, Minneapolis, Minnesota was his home. So, I mean, he he stayed in L.A. and New York and stuff like that. But he actually, you know, when he as he you know blew up and everything like that, he never left home. And a lot of in a lot of scenarios, especially in hip hop and rap, uh, that's not a that's not a good thing to do. Just because you know what happens to a lot of artists when. They don't tend to be home, especially if they, if they live in that life and they got, you know, drug life, previous, you know, gang relations and stuff like that, they don't make it out. Um, or they just revert back and fall off. But, um, but yeah, I mean, no, craziest, man, some of the craziest stuff I've heard over the past couple of days that Prince would do, like, um, um, heard something about, yeah, he's this guy that's this videographer. He would record Prince, he would just record videos, if it be performance, whatever it is. That Prince wanted to want to record it, and you would think that oh he's gonna put this up somewhere or anything like that, or he record videos for songs and stuff like that. He'd be like no, and he'll just say you know put the video away. And he said that this guy that does the videographer, he said he has tons of videos of Prince that he can't even release. Um, yeah. Other thing was Prince has done. Um, they say he's done like tons of music. Like he's just been in the studio, made albums, and they're just locked up in a vault. Yep. Like they about to. From um, they they gonna try to get his brother or whoever is uh, in charge of his estate. So they gonna they want to try to get him to release it. So you know we might be getting some new Prince music, like tons and tons of new Prince music over the next couple of years. You know we never know. Yeah. And those those videos may they get released. They may even make a DVD out of it. You know, like they did Michael Jackson. This is it. Yep, and you might you know, end up seeing, um, probably gonna end up seeing a studio getting inspired to, okay, let's, let's get this, uh, let's get the Prince movie ball rolling now. So, yeah, I seen you seen that meme that's saying, Y'all been not let Lifetime do my movie. <laughs> Man, Lifetime better not do no other artist movie ever, unless it's like a C or D or even an F artist. Those are the people y'all need to stick with. Don't be sticking with nobody. Y'all don't need to be doing no Aaliyah movie. Y'all don't mean you need to be doing no Whitney Houston movie. All these, all these top-notch artists movies should be going straight to film. Exactly. Straight, straight, straight to the big screen, man. Don't be. No, nah, man. That's no, uh, no, nah, nah. I don't yeah. see. I, I, I still don't see how how the families of those of those, of those gone have they how they approve that, man. I just don't see it. I prefer if a TV state. I mean, a TV channel is gonna do an artist movie. I prefer it to be VH1 because yeah, like what the heck does Lifetime have to do with anything music? I know they probably owned by probably somehow owned by the same company, but still, Jack needs to go to VH1. Just like I felt like the TLC movie shouldn't have went straight to TV. It should that movie with how it was on VH1 that could have went to a movie theater and probably I mean, it would have done well. I mean, look at the Jackson movie. ABC did the Jackson movie, and it was just like a theatrical movie. Right, but then also on top of that, the movie was freaking six hours long. 
<laughs> yeah, four actually, four and a half. I think. Oh, okay, four. But, <laughs> but uh, felt like know, I felt like it's every time it comes, I feel like it's I feel like it's six hours. I feel like I've been watching shit all day. <laughs> but you know, speaking of the Jacksons, man, you know it's not cool. Some of the comparisons that's being put out between Mike and Prince. You know what I'm saying? They were two of the greatest artists of our race and generation. Well, they they not our generation, but we we grew up to respect them as artists and musicians. And Prince kept his life private. Michael tried to keep his life private, but you know he couldn't. You know. Yeah, I think it, um, I think Prince was probably the best at being the most private. A lot of people don't even know that um, he's had kids. He had. A baby a had a, had and it a, died. And it died. It, it only, the baby only lived for like a week. And it's actually by, I can't think of her name, but she was on uh, Hollywood Wives on VH1. Uh, she was oh, like, yeah. Is, is the a, white chick? No, she's light-skinned. Light-skinned chick. Oh. Light-skinned black chick. Yeah, that was his ex-wife. Um, and they had a baby together. So, I mean, a lot of people a lot of people don't know that, you know, some people probably don't know that he was married or anything like that or... So yeah, he was actually married twice. Mm-hmm. He was married twice. So like he discovered Carmen Electra, dated her a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, Sheila E. Vanity Apollonia. Yeah, tons and tons and lists of lists of women. You'd be, and you'd probably be surprised at the women that would come out of the woodwork that'd be like they. I would love to, you know, go to this man's funeral and just see all the people that say he they dated Prince. I'd be so shocked. Yo, it was crazy though. Like Prince died on Wednesday. People mourned him on Thursday, and they cremated him and had a private ceremony on Friday. Yep. And uh, the other cool thing that I saw um, that I saw online, man, like all his fans, his his PR team, they passed yeah. out these purple boxes that had like a Prince album. A t-shirt and all of that and i'm like yeah that's cool man that was that was that was too cool man i'm like what and another thing a lot of people don't know is that prince wrote for a lot of artists like one of the biggest songs y'all don't know that he wrote and that a lot of people don't know he wrote was uh how come you don't call me anymore by alicia keys and now that when you think about when you think about the song and you listen to it, you be like, yo, that is Prince style. Yep. It, so like I had I like I'm like me personally, I'm gonna go back and look at that whole album and see if he how many songs he wrote on it. Yeah, I honestly wanna go back and just look at his discography, uh, like Wikipedia or something like that and kinda see what some of the new artists that he actually had a hand in records he had hands in doing it and just go back and listen to him. I think I may do that. I think that may be my project for this week. Um, but yeah, man, but, you know, sad, sad day in music um, for the boy Prince, you know. Uh, I would just say, final words, rest in purple, you know, and yeah. continue on, man. We will definitely be listening to Prince till the end of time. I'm pretty, like you said, I'm pretty sure with all that music that he has locked up, we about to get a large amount of uh, Prince music hitting airways real soon. And yo, if you're a fan of Prince, we need to start an online petition so Lifetime won't do his life movie. Please make sure they don't do that movie. <laughs> Please don't. You're watching The Breakfast Club.
Y'all ready? Yes, sir. I want to start this shit off straight telling all three of y'all stop playing with my name. Let's go on there. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. Let's go. Let's do it on camera. Stop playing with my name. Let's I ain't go gonna right say on it. Uh, nigga, when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. All three of y'all, stop playing with my name. I ain't gonna say it no more. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. He done cursed us out. Tell him, tell him, get it off your chest, Birdman. Say it already. I ain't got to talk no more. Cause I, I don't understand the angle. Like what? Like what? Said it already. So why come here? I did it already. I'm here. So what's happening? I mean, it's all good. But I'm, I'm saying, here. why? 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 I'm here. What's happening? I'm all good. But well, I'm saying, why say come that, here man. just Look, to I'm curse here. us what's up? What's happening, man? I wanted to see you. I wanted to talk to you on your man in your face. Absolutely. You understand me? I knew a few places you was at. I could have pulled up, but I don't think that was gangster. I wanted to come look you in your face like a man and tell you how I feel. Okay. You understand me? Straight up like a man. So no what's the shit, issue? No sugar. Ain't no issue. If it was an issue, you, you'll feel me. I just come to let y'all know, stop putting some respect on my name. You understand me? When y'all saying did, my name, put some respect on it. Did you, did you pull up on Ross that way or Trick Daddy? Man, I'm pulling up on you, nigga. Yeah, but I'm, I'm the radio guy. Why well, pull up on the radio guy? Don't act tough with the radio guy. I hate my nigga. Y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. Let's rock. All right. All right. All right, Buck. See you later, nigga. Yeah. Well, grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Nah, we good. We good. You know, you know. There you have it. Man, good. what about all my notes? We good. That's it. Damn Quickest man. breakfast club in the world. Well, that's the breakfast club. <laughs> I'll good show morning. us if you ever. Good morning. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Every weekday morning. Tune in. Oh, man. So, this is the subject that we've been waiting for. And some of y'all, some of you out there that listen to the Hip Hop Rejects, Probably if you've seen our Facebook page, seen our Instagram page, we kind of hinted at this on Friday, and I'm, and more even a greater reason why we did record Friday because when this happened, it was like it's just, oh man, okay. I had to let it play out. Yeah, we had to let that. Was, yeah, we had to let this one play out because we was just, uh, we was giddy. I know I was. I was giddy to get to this subject. All right. So for those who have been under a rug and don't know. Boy Birdman got into it with the Breakfast Club, <laughs> and and before even before the you know because like with the Breakfast Club, as soon as they as soon as the artists hit the door when they come in, they hit the camera. So he goes in, starts out talking about you know you know stop you know respect my name stop you know stop messing up my name and all this other and all this other stuff he's just you know just going on the same thing over and over and over and over and, over and over no again. no no he did not say respect my name oh T on okay respect speak speak my name okay i'm sorry so yeah so yeah that man it's like when i got it was the funniest thing it was funny as hell i can that was the that was the, the funniest thing and so with this man, it's like, it's like, dude, respect your name. Like, look at you, okay. 
let's go back to all the previous episodes we've talked about Cash Money and everything that he's done from all the money problems to his relationships with Young Thug and Lil Wayne question mark um just like man how we even do with like, come let's do let's be real we're not we're not going to respect you or respect you whichever version you prefer I'm gonna say oh go ahead no, no, go, no go ahead young. go ahead go ahead Yo, yo, man, like, I went back, I watched it. I pretty much watched The Breakfast Club every morning. So, you know, like, I went back and watched the Trick Daddy interview, the, you know, Rick Ross interview, and, you know, I seen what they were saying about Birdman, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Birdman lived in Miami for a minute after Katrina. And, you know, he ain't addressed them. He came in looking dead at Charlemagne, you know what I'm saying? And only thing Charlemagne asked was some questions. You know, I watched this show, I know. And he come up, whenever you say my name, put some respect on it. Like, real talk. Like, like dog, you need to be talking to Ross. You need to be talking to Trick. And you need to be talking to anybody else that said your name on this show and said what they said about you. Don't go at the radio personality and bring a whole bunch of goons in there to to try to scare uh two dudes that's on the radio and a female. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know, you done brought all these folks with you to try to jump on some radio folks that sit behind the mic when the when the niggas you need to be addressing is niggas that's in the game that's actually talking about you, that say they don't respect you, that talk about, you know what I'm saying? You being a girl, you you trying to be a girlfriend to somebody? <laughs> like real talk, man. You know what I'm saying? You you you. He went at the wrong people, man. You know what I'm saying? No folks was doing their job. It's like 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 Charlamagne said, like man, you gonna go for the journalist, man. You you didn't roll up on you didn't roll up on Ross, you didn't roll up on Trick, you didn't roll up on none of them because they because because he know the Miami boys would be for him if he rolled up on. Roll up on Ross or Trick in Miami like that. No. Then, then he gonna say, "Yo, I uh, I, I." He know he sounded like he was about to cry. He got his arms folded like a little kid. I, 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 I knew a couple places I could have rolled up on <laughs> y'all, but I, I wanted to come and see to you on, on your show, face to face, like a man. You know what I'm saying? Cause I ain't think that would be gangster. Like, yo, you ain't you still like being gangster dog. <laughs> you don't even know what set you want to claim because there's plenty of pictures out there back in the day when you was, you know what I'm saying, rocking blue and blue flags and stuff, but now you rocking all this red, you know what I'm saying? Talking about blood and all that. Like, like real talk, dog. Like your respect has been gone. Like a long time ago. You've been lost the street, dog. Why ain't had that why ain't carried that ship, dog? Yep, what for Wayne, man? You ain't like, come on, dog. Let's let's be real. Name me an artist that signed the cash money. I don't even think. And come on, let me let me even go even further with this. I don't even think Khaled is even signed to to cash money anymore because I heard like about a um, want to say about almost about a month ago that he signed a deal with Epic, and Epic is with Epic is part of Sony. So I don't even think he's even with. He, I think Khaled has even just left. I think he did one album and he was gone. I mean, it's a sinking ship, dog. 
the writing is on the wall for Cash Money. It's like they've had their reign, they've had their reign, and this is like I said episodes ago that with all the money problems, with Wayne threatening to leave and everything else, writing is on the wall. Man, as far as I'm concerned, Wayne gone. Yeah, because he, he does a lot more business with, with shoot, he does a lot more business with Jay than anything. If, you know, if he does anything, you know, he does most of his business with Title. So Exactly. Shoot, Title and Title done snatched up. Come on. Cali changed management companies. He, he being managed by, by Rock Nation now. Like, yeah, and he and you know, like 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 Ross said in his interview, you know, he he respect Wayne. You know he worked with Khaled, so you know if if Wayne and, and, and Khaled working with Ross and Ross is under Def Jam, where he got a double deal, he with Def Jam and I think um, Era stuff, if I'm not mistaken, or Epic, what one of the two, I'm not sure, but um, he was talking about how he was just talking to Jay, and you know you know and, and all these folks in this circle, and you standing on the outside looking in, you know with somebody like Young Thug. Drake trying to get out his deal. Nikki trying to get out her deal. They want to be signed to Wayne. They yeah. they waited for Wayne to get from under cash money. Yep. Here's to, the, here's to the point now. Baby is a clown at this point. He is a clown. Um, it's like, man. Um, and y'all do all the memes that are hidden in the internet. We're going to have, we, we got one that's going to also start off the show as well. Um, that started off the show as well that we have about baby as well, but it's like, dude, it's just it's it's the end. It's the end for Cash Money. It's just it's like Cash Money days are numbered at this point. The days are numbered. It's time for it's time it's time for a new crew, new label to to run the game now. Different time, different everything. I mean, yeah, they probably could have withstood the test of time, but his business tactics didn't allow it if you would have been honest paid people and not held the money for himself paid label paid the artists pushed the artists out like they need to be pushed out didn't burn his bridges with juvenile bg turk manny fresh who knows what cash money would have been right now it would have been a freaking imagine if cash money would have still had manny fresh and juvie at their side Still, still pumping out music. If Manny was producing Nicki and producing Drake and producing all of them, like imagine that. Imagine they would be man. They'd be freaking dripping in money. Man, like like real talk, dog. This ship been sinking so long, man. This ship been sinking since the early two thousands, dog. And it's it it just finally the, the hole is about to finally go down on this ship. You know what I'm saying? It broke in half like the Titanic, and it just took a while for it to finally sink. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, put some respect on my name. I was like, dude, like, put dirt on your name is what you need to be saying. Then you, first off, you came out calling yourself baby. Then you, then you want to call Birdman. Like you want to, you wanted to be Puff, man. You wanted to be Diddy. Real talk, man. So, so bad, so so bad. But Diddy still whooping that, whooping that on the Forbes list every single year. He's nowhere close to beating him because you know why, baby? Because Diddy pays his people. 
Did it don't keep nobody long. He yeah, he, he may run through his artists quick because it's, that's just, you know, he a mogul like that. And not saying it's right or whatever, but that's but at the end of the day, he pays his people. And you don't hear nobody coming out about Diddy not paying anybody. So Exactly. It was this one thing about the intern a long time ago, but that's beside the point. But just saying. Um but yeah, no, um but then also um, over the weekend, um, David puts out a statement talking about he wants to apologize about how he acted and stuff like that and wants to come back on the show. And Charlemagne and Charlemagne is not even having it, man. He's like no no dice. So um then also you got Young Thug putting up videos on on social media, um, wanting to fight Charlemagne, which is that that's hilarious to see him trying to, you know, wanting to pick a fight with Charlemagne for what reason? He wasn't even nowhere in the vicinity when it went down. I I wish our listeners could see my face right now. Dude, you a skirt. Don't try to put your fists up to do nothing. Like really young thug? First off, I don't follow nobody like that. My man code don't allow me to follow nobody like that on social media. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, you know. But, like, Young Thug, you really want to go fight Charlemagne. You don't want, you ain't said nothing about going to fight Ross. You ain't said nothing about going to fight Trick. You ain't going to say nothing about going to fight nobody else. You want to fight Charlemagne. And for what? Only thing Charlemagne said is, what's good? Yeah, I'm just like, like, dude, get up, get out of here. I was like, dude, like, like, oh, this is just. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, like, real talk, man. Like, I, I'm ready to bury, baby. Like, real talk. We didn't talk. Like, I think he even been on more of our podcast than a little bit, man. Let's just, I yeah, mean, I know he in here. He's up there with me, man. He's up there with me. As the, as, the, as, the, as, the, as the amount of times we talked about a particular artist on this show. Jesus, man. We, we brought Meek Melissa up again. My bad, dog. My bad, my bad, my bad. I just, you know, I just had to get a comparison. You see, we brought him up a lot. Just had to bring up somebody else that we brought up a lot. So, you know, just wanted to draw a comparison. You know? And it, the thing is, they in the same boat. Um, you, you right. They in the same boat, man. It's just making a disgrace of themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ross couldn't even come in on that situation between Drake and me. He 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 changed the subject quick. <laughs> when your when your CEO don't even want to talk about you dog. Yeah that's a whole other situation. Like really dog? And I'm saying the same thing about baby, you know, all the reason I, I, I really believe only reason young thug he like the young thug in love. Y'all done had sex, dog. Hey, man. You popped his chair. <laughs> he don't want to go nowhere. You treating him like that little girl when she first fell in love. And you start wifing her up and giving her money and, 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 and showing her life she ain't never shown before. She ain't, she don't want to go nowhere, so she gonna go. She gonna go to the go through the wrangle for you. So speaking of, so speaking of that, with, with, with the, don't have to stay with the theme of things. Birdman, for example. Um, you know, 
he supposedly dating? I don't know if he's still dating anymore. Um, there was a rumor, and this was actually something that was on Instagram. Um, that he was dating Keisha Cole. Birdman? Mm-hmm. No lie. And I, man, I scratched my head at that one. I'm like, uh... Hey, I'm scratching your head. I'm slitting my wrist. <laughs> yeah, so, um... Like, for real? Yeah, I, I saw a couple. I saw a couple posts that you know that on his and on hers. That's what I saw. I'm like, uh, so you just ran out of luck with the athletes and just went straight to this moron. But okay, whatever floats your boat. I guess so. And when he when he falls, then you gonna be she gonna be chugging the deuce at him. Exactly. I ain't. Good luck with that, Keisha. Yeah, good luck for real. Good luck. Uh, all right, man. Enough with the. Up with the clown. Um, also, what you call it? name Bozo Man. The artist formerly known as Respect. There's some respect on my name. Huh. Alright. Um, MTV. Um, MTV uh, put out a statement said they get ready this fall to get ready to launch uh, some new programming and bring back some programming as well. Um, music station that stands for music television trying to get back into music. Huh. What a concept. Who knew? Um, hmm. Getting ready to launch a hip hop competition series and also resurrect the show Cribs. Um, uh, this show would be produced by the same producer, producer Survivor, and The Voice. Um, Got by the name of Mark Burnett. Um, and then Cribs would be an exclusive uh, to Snapchat rather than being on, rather than being shot by a camera crew. Uh, so we'll have artists. Uh, I don't know if it probably be the artists themselves using their stuff, or maybe probably a, just probably an affiliate from MTV using Snapchat to, to tour the artists home and stuff like that. I guess that's probably just some type of partnership with MTV for Snapchat to, you know, get some more stuff popping other than changing out different themes on Snapchat every single week. Probably just a, a, tra- a traffic driver uh, to Snapchat, more likely. Because honestly, I don't really get the... I mean, I mean you got the little stuff that the little themes that are on the screen when you do Snapchat but I don't have a Snapchat account I don't see the point of it I don't see the point of short short videos I don't really don't okay Snapchat is like for people that if you want to send somebody a picture or a video the main purpose is so you won't save it anymore it go directly to that person and like after a few seconds seconds after they view it it disappeared. You know the way around it, right? And then if you screenshot it, Snapchat will let you know that it's been screenshotted. No. You cut off your network. And you can't delete it. Hmm. But anyway, uh, I probably just messed up a but lot. Once you turn your, once you t- turn your network back on, it's on there. Yeah, but you can still screenshot and still get it if you cut your, cut your network off. But, you know. I just probably messed up a bunch of stuff on Snapchat for a lot of people, but oh well. Um, anyway, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, what you think about this whole, uh, them bringing a hip hop competition? I think it's long overdue, um, for a, a hip hop competition. I think a lot, they've, there've been a lot of reality based, um, shows related to hip hop competition, um, that have not really done well or stood around very long you had the 
Sisterhood of Hip Hop that was done by We Television. You had um, what we kind of thought Love and Hip Hop was going to be, you know, really more surrounded by music when it first was created. Well, the inception of it was first announced. Um, I just think, honestly, I think I think that um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we got got somebody behind it, but the thing is, I mean, the guy that produced Survivor and the Voice doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna. He has a good track record with reality TV shows, but you gotta get the right type of artists and talents behind the show and on the show for it to make it legitimate. We don't, you know, people don't want to see um, artists that you know that are not relevant in that not relevant in the hip hop scene on the show because it's not gonna it's gonna be it's gonna get slept on pretty quickly and very easily. So they definitely got to come with the heavy hitters when it comes to that. Come to a show like that. Um, another type of show they should have. They should um, that some stations should really look into. Uh, they should look into um, a show about producers um, finding the next. You know, finding like the next producer or reality. A reality show that's based around uh, people that want to be in production, be the next somebody that wants to be the next Timberland or. You know stuff like that. I heard of, I've heard of shows like that that were strictly just online only, but I think they need to bring something like that um, to television. Um, then same thing goes for um, same thing goes for. I mean, there's been a few rap lyricist type reality TV shows here and there. Like I said, a lot of those shows haven't haven't done too well. Um, other thing, I think um, the show about you know. Teaching somebody how to become a, a, a hip hop mogul or a mogul in the music industry or on the record label or something like that. I think that's something that a lot of these music stations should really venture into. Well, me personally, I don't think the show gonna last long because I got a feeling it's gonna be some like making a band when Diddy first did it, you know. And what you gonna do? You, you, you gonna make just a hour long freestyle Friday or what? I don't see the premise and what this is going to be like are you going to do it like Jermaine Dupri did with the the kids or you know how is this going to work you what you just going to have rap battles and you going to give a person who make it through the the bracket a rap deal I mean what you know give me give me some type of hint of what I'm got to look forward to you know what I'm saying and Krill's being on Snapchat, just being strictly Snapchat, is crazy because you only got 15 seconds to do something. So, you know, I, I ain't knocking nobody hustle. Shouts out to the to the two guys that created Snapchat. You know, they getting that type of endorsement, you know, from a major TV, you know, station. But, yo, I mean, what you gonna do, string together a bunch of Snapchat videos? How they disappear after a few seconds unless the creators unless the creators and the developers go in and extend the time so you can I mean or, or make it so you can keep the videos. I mean how yeah. sh- tell me how this gonna work. Yeah, that's gonna be a very hard one to do. I'm like, why I mean, it's fine and cool if MTV wants to come out and do and bring back these type of shows. I think that that's that's fine and that's cool, but I think you can also get. I mean, what's hindering you from bringing it back? Put it on MTV, MTV Two, and stuff like that. 
was hindering them from putting putting that type of stuff back on just regular network television. Um, I think a lot of them, I'm pretty sure the conversation went something like about, you know, everybody, everybody in the music industry that, that wears a suit and the tie thinks that, you know, the internet is the way to where everybody's going. Nobody's watching a lot of TV. No, if there were to be something of the source, like a Cribs, shoot, like a, um, like a diary, if they were to bring that back. And like, we have a lot of new artists that are out that, that, that grew up on the show that probably dreamed of being on, you know, being on diary on MTV. Um, shoot, I know that was a dream of mine, you know, you know, inspiring to be in music. So I'm pretty sure a lot of artists that are out now would love to be, and I would love to like, you know, just live in a day of certain artists. And I would, it's just cool to watch that and see what the artists go through and things like that. When they used to have the specials about certain artists and stuff like that, I think that's something I think, a lot of these music networks misjudge the generation uh, that we're in right now, and they 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 quit to assume the internet is the is the hotshot way to get people to watch content. Same thing in relations to music videos. Music videos are strictly just online, but you got to think about it. If you were to just put music videos back on TV in a regular rotation, to morning, afternoon, a video show in the evening. And then run them and run videos at night. People want to watch the station a whole lot more. I think a lot of people, I myself being included, kind of burnt out on reality TV show. That's another thing that that I think I feel like eventually it's going to slowly come to an end because it's getting to the point. It's like, what more can you do? They've done almost every single thing, whether it was successful or it tanked a bomb in reality TV. There's really not a whole lot else you can really do. I mean, other than just continue to, you know. As celebrities rotate in and out in whatever facet of entertainment that they're in, whether it be sports, music, um, anything of the sorts, and just rotate those people in and out and give them reality TV shows, man. I swear, when I go to E, for example, man, it's reality TV shows for people that I've never seen in my life, don't know what they do or who they are, and then I'm saying to myself, why do you, why do you have a show? Like, why? Exactly. Exactly. Like no, well, sh- like no shade to the Dallas Cowboys, you know, but why do y'all have a show? Why do they have a show about rich people, kids? Like why? Why do I care about them? They're not relatable to the to the regular person, to the regular everyday person. They're not relatable at all. It's just it's just another depiction of how privileged and how snobby people can be that have money. Exactly. Well, speaking of shows, I would like to see. BET bring back Rap City and um, 106 and Park is coming back with friend AJ I heard about that I didn't know if to take that as a rumor or because I saw the message on I went to reference it on because it popped up on I think AJ put it up on Instagram and I tried to go research it but I didn't you know I, I didn't really see a whole lot of battles so I'm like I don't know this because you know how you know how Facebook does when you stroll through your timeline, you see something bogus that sounds that get you excited, and then you come to find out it's not true. So I kind of got excited a little bit when I saw it. I'm like, ah, oh, let's wait and see what happens. Oh, okay, it was um, it was a lie. It was just an April Fool's joke. I read it by by my magazine online. It's like, yes, it's a it was an April Fool's joke. 
and which means you can't trust anyone or anything you read on here. And hey, if we weren't writing or reporting this, we wouldn't believe it either. Put, but per AJ Calloway himself and 106 and Park reboot, a 106 and Park reboot is returning to BET with our favorite host AJ and Free. Oh, it is coming back. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see how that uh, how that materializes, man. I mean, a lot of these music stations do need uh, need some music to be shown. Um, I mean, BET doesn't necessarily have to do music because they don't really have music anywhere in their name. But they made their living and their they made their, they built their reputation on showing music. So. It's only right that they do so. In MTV, they just don't really have a choice but to show music, and they don't. So, it's going to be called 106 and Park After Dark. And there's the Instagram video of AJ talking about it, and he posted, he said, y'all ain't ready for 106 and Park After Dark. So, I mean, I guess, you know, they going to BT trying to come back into the music scene. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yo... I'm excited. Too bad I won't be able to watch it unless it's on Hulu or something because our cable station here where I'm at doesn't show Viacom stations anymore. Man, you should so, give it a... You should, give, uh, you should invest in a Sling TV, man. Sling TV is uh, going to be the new way to go. Yeah, I was thinking about getting one of them Amazon sticks or something, you know. No, Sling TV is... Well, so I, Sling TV is kind of more on the lines of what, you know, kind of what which you'll be looking for and plus I heard Viacom which is like BT and TV is about to really it's about to get with them uh, same thing with the PlayStation View uh, which is kind of basically what we kind of want TV to be you pick your you pick your channels that you want and is that is that a low price on the PlayStation View is like shoot you get like over a hundred something channel for like forty dollars a month yeah I think I'm going that route <laughs> yeah so I mean you know that's you know cause I don't need with six channels yeah, and they, they got a they got a pretty they got a really good selection of you know stations, and I'm looking, I'm going through the I'm just going through the channels. I was looking, I'm like, okay, I watch this channel, I watch this channel, I watch this channel. I'm like, man, I actually might get this once my contract is up with <laughs> my cable company. Um, and plus, on top of that, it's, you don't have to DVR stuff. The stuff is, I think, the stuff is kind of like catalog on demand, but you can watch you know live feed what's what's playing right there currently as well. So you can watch whenever you feel like it. So that's cool. But yeah, young. Um, let's see. Anything else that came up? Um, Beyonce last night dropped her uh, lemonade album. Um, well, one a lemonade. It was a video special that came up on HBO. I watched a little bit of it last night. Uh, I'm probably gonna catch a lot of hate for this. It was weird. It was really weird. I wasn't finna watch it. I'm sorry. No, I was. Only... I was. I was flipping through the movie channels last night, man, and I, I wasn't looking forward to watch it. But I came across it. I kind of like sat there for maybe 10, 15 minutes or so. No, I was kind of. I thought it was a thing where it was like where she probably just shot a bunch of videos and it was like an intersecting, like you know, there was like a kind of like a story being told, but it also it just goes into the records that are from the album. And it's like a video in in the middle of every every single every single segment. 
uh, it was something like that, but not really like that. But it's like some of the stuff that she was talking about, it, it, it was very confusing. Very confusing. Um, but uh, the album is on, it's exclusively on title. Uh, but I did hear tonight it might be dropping on iTunes as well. So um, I'm going to check that out, see what it's like. Um, I know some of the music was, was cool, but the, but the visual, the, the, that whole thing was, eh, I don't know. I didn't watch it. I watched the last one she dropped a couple of years ago. The one that was like, what? What was it? The uh, one where like she did a video to every song on it. I'm not sure. Anyway, I just watched it because I was with a girl that wanted to watch it, and we sat there and watched all those videos. But anyway, I mean. Beyonce be trying to do too much to me. Like, my thing is this. Like, you know how some artists go away and take a break? Dude, you read my mind. Like, I feel like she needs to do that. And, like, she needs to hit. And this is the move we kind of call it now because she took this took a long time off. She needs to hit Nadell and take exactly. about and take about two years off. Jay need to get her pregnant. She need to have another baby. And she needs to just disappear for about two years. You can spend time with her family, spend time with Jay, and just do mommy stuff and wifey stuff. And then just all of a sudden just pop up, and, you know, and people will be, you know, even be, people will be even more surprised when she come back. And more, yeah, take, more, more excited about her music, even more. Yeah, take about three years off and then just drop an album in the middle of the night. Yeah. Exactly. You know, just like she did, just like she did when she did the other albums. She's, Nobody knew about MC, and this is the thing with the whole with her, um, with her Lemonade album is that people were expecting it, and so it, yeah. was, it was so it was like a thing where she should have just dropped the album like she should have dropped this album like a, just like a normal album like any artist drops an album because see now she's setting the expectation that just like now everybody the whole month of April everybody's anticipating oh she's gonna drop she's gonna drop an album she ain't dropping this weekend she's gonna drop it next weekend so it's like people yeah the anticipation is there but it doesn't compare to it doesn't compare to when she dropped Beyonce like it doesn't it doesn't even compare because it was like nobody was expecting her to drop anything everybody was expecting to hear a release date this is when it's coming and nobody expected for it for the thing to just be showing up and it's on iTunes tonight so exactly so I think I don't think as an artist you shouldn't I don't think that they should overuse that tactic that should be something that should be used here and there I don't think it should be something that we just start dropping artists just start dropping albums just out of nowhere just for the hell of it consecutively I think it's something that should be done just sporadically out of nowhere when it's dead and you know you know, if you look at the outlook on the calendar of when certain artists are dropping, like, oh, man, ain't nobody dropping this. I'm working on this. Ain't nobody dropping, you know, this month or this quarter or whatever that anybody's really anticipating. Okay, let me drop something just out of nowhere. I got this body of work. Let's drop it. Exactly. Do it that way. You know, like, like the way Tip did his EP. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody was nobody was expecting, expecting that. You know how Kendall Lamar dropped? Uh, the, the couple records that he didn't put on Pimple Butterfly, he just dropped those untitled albums just here. Yeah, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that, but you know, I, I, it, 
I'm just like I never thought I'd say this back in the day, but I'm just tired of seeing Beyonce. Yeah, me too. I've, said, I've been saying that for like almost like a, the past two years, man. I think, like I said, I think she needs to take a break. Let Latoya Lucky come back out with her little sexy self. I know you're doing a TV show, but come on up back out with some music for me. I, I, I actually liked it. Like when Beyonce, oh Lord, I said liked it. <laughs> I, when, I, I when, when Destiny Child first came out, Beyonce wasn't even the first person to catch my eye. Latoya Lucky was like that tall, slender, six Lord Jesus. Yeah. I know, dude. All right, man. So. Let's get ready to uh to wrap things up. Uh before we wrap it up, uh make sure you guys uh make sure you guys are following us on all the major social media sites from Instagram to Facebook to Twitter. Um also make sure you guys um do a, a PayPal donation. You can get that link off of our Facebook page going that's gonna be on there as well. Uh you can also go to SoundCloud, got PayPal donation link on there. Make sure you guys hit up shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash the hip hop rejects and get yourself a hip hop rejects t shirt. Um, like we said on last week's episode, really need you guys to pull for that. We do have some other ideas for some other designs we would like to share with you guys, but you guys got to show love to the to the official shirts first before we uh, drop any any new designs. Um, also, you guys can find us on. Primarily on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher Radio, um, we're on uh, TuneIn Radio, and it will also be coming very soon to Google Play Music as well. Uh, Google just launched their uh, podcast section for Google Play Music, so we will be showing up on that very soon. I will keep you guys updated uh, once we hit Google Play Music too. So, I think that's it, y'all. Yeah, man, y'all be blessed. Um, I also want to say rest in peace again to Prince. And, you know, we'll see y'all next week. Yes, exactly. Yes, sir. All right, one. We out. Start this shit off straight, telling all three of y'all. Put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. All three of y'all. Put some respect on my name. Y'all stand me? I ain't got no more talk. I'm pulling up on you, man. Put some respect on my name. 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 All drill, y'all. Put some respect on my name. Y'all stand me? I ain't got no more talk. I'm pulling up on you, nigga. Put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. Y'all finished? So y'all done. Put some respect on it. 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 I'm playing with my fucking name.